0: This week on Unsportsmanlike Conduct, Michigan finally enters the college football playoff rankings. We'll talk about if they deserve to be there, and then we'll talk about the Detroit Lions this season and where it's actually going with Matt Patricia in his first year, and then we'll break down the Pistons and were we wrong about them. All that and more on Unsportsmanlike Conduct next. And welcome into Unsportsmanlike Conduct, the pro sports show where we talk and you listen. My name is Andy McDonald, and across from me, we have a special guest back on the podcast hey, here this hey, week, hey. Dylan Gutz. Dylan, how are we doing? I'm doing good, and I'm glad to be back on in Sportsmanlike Conduct, the old stomping <laughs> ground. Yeah, for sure. Back in here, we used to have the days where it was like, we had Cullen in here for a Cullen. while, Von Lozan was in here. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> we yep. had we had some legends in this room, let me tell you what, here yeah. on the fourth floor of Moore Hall. <laughs> but Yeah, yeah no, that definitely, was a good time. Definitely some good times on here, but we'll... Bring it back this week and I mean there's a lot going on. It's that time of the year in sports where literally you could look at pretty much almost every category and you got something you can find. Right. Um and we'll start with football because it is starting to get to the time where the, the playoff starts to matter here. And I mean we've we've talked about it in this podcast for a lot of weeks if Michigan was ever gonna finally get that chance to get into the playoff and they and they did. They made the number four spot this week with L S U losing. Uh, they'd lost twenty two to Alaba- twenty-two to zero to Alabama, which was enough with Michigan's mm-hmm. forty-two to seven win over Penn State to keep them ahead of Georgia. Georgia did have an impressive win over Kentucky as well this weekend, um, who was number nine in the country, but they won 34-17. The committee thought Michigan's win being a blowout was more impressive to get them into the playoffs. So they sit behind Notre Dame, Clemson, and Alabama. There's really no drama there. Until Notre Dame loses, they're not going to drop out, and Clemson and Alabama are. Yeah, on a different, I don't think Clemson and Alabama a will it's, lose. It's yeah. space bar and then the three and four teams. That's yeah. that's really where it's Clemson at. Clemson
1: and Alabama. They're alone up there at the one and two. There's like a. There's one Alabama. There's two Clemson. There's a step, and then there's. <laughs> and then there's everybody else. Maybe a
0: ladder up to the roof, and then yeah. ma- and then maybe you'll get to maybe we get to those guys. But yeah, two, two attack of low has been literally too good. They you, you can't stop Alabama. I don't see them. I don't that guy's so losing. sick. Like. Okay, Alabama's good every year, but not every year do they have Tua. No, not a quarterback. I mean, how many times was AJ McCarron was like a yeah. guy a few years ago? He's yeah, like, like maybe it, still backing someone up in the NFL. But yeah, like Jesus, this it, team that team is unbelievable. It's always their defense that leads them, but now yeah. they ha- or or a running back that they mm-hmm. have that you know sometimes turns out, sometimes yeah. doesn't. But they they do have a, a quarterback this year. It's it's different. It, it's crazy. Yeah, but
1: the it, best team in the world got their best quarterback, best college quarterback in the world. It's just.
0: Well, you know, it was like Ugh. Ohio State when they had Cardell Jones, and he came in and yeah. played the. You know, we didn't come here to play school. Yeah. That guy, he <laughs> a came. legend. Yeah, legend. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's still like doing some things in football. Yeah, like, yeah isn't I mean, he like around he's the NFL Still hanging somewhere? around. I, I have no idea if he's on a practice squad or not. Honestly, Maybe I really Cardell Jones. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, well, and the fact. I mean, just the, I mean, like everything that came out with him, it's still it's so funny to kind of he talk the, about. He
1: is like the. He is like a fat face.
0: But but nevertheless, <laughs> he came in. He played in that. He played in that championship game. Um and they ended up winning it, right? And then he comes back yeah. the next year, not the same results. Never. To attack of Aloha, he comes in the championship game, pulls off a, a legendary finish against Jake Fromm in, in Georgia, mm-hmm. and comes back this year, and he's just phenomenal. I mean, I gave Jalen Hurts no shot to get the Poor position guy. back. Jalen Hurts needed to transfer, though. In my he opinion, did, I'm like, yeah. dude, look at yourself and be like, I could go play anywhere else and probably anywhere. start off of my just my reputation. Yeah. And instead, I'm trying to stay here and beat out Tua. Like it's not not gonna happen. Did Did Kelly Bryant ever transfer?
1: Or no, like no. so like he? Well, he's not at Clemson anymore. But like he's not. At I, I have or no anything? idea what happened
0: to him. <laughs> that so. guy's just
1: wiped all the face of the earth. Like he, we thought we all thought he was gonna actually transfer because he's one another one of those guys too. He gets started yeah. on most teams. Like
0: sometimes it's bad luck. You know, things just happen. That's the yeah. way it goes. But. Never, Never Trevor Lawrence kid though.
1: He's sick. <laughs> Without he a question.
0: I agree. But so okay, so you got these two teams and it's it's kind of funny and ironic to me the two teams that faced off to start of the year, Michigan and Dame, are both the three and four team that are there. Mm. And you know, that's that's week one, okay? If you're looking at Michigan in week one compared to where Michigan's at now, that's to me it's a completely different team. Excuses, excuses. <laughs> Here we go. I, I just I just think it's different. I think that I think that Michigan has proved that their defense is Legit, like it's 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 one to take serious. Notre Dame, every test that they've had, they have passed it. You know, they had Stanford. They were ranked in the middle of the season. They blew them out. It's not that, it's not that Notre Dame. You know, they're not making many of these games. The one scare they had was Pittsburgh. And honestly, Northwestern is a team that no one really gives enough yeah. credit. They Fight North with Western's everybody, good. <laughs> and, and yeah, Notre Dame held the lead that whole game. Like I honestly expected them. Well, there was a tie at one point, but I expected Notre Dame to really struggle in that game on the road with the way that Northwestern has played the devil right. advocate all year. They've oh, gotten yeah. the upsets, they've gotten the job done. Then it happen. So both these teams are right there, but Georgia's on the outside looking in. So they're number five, and they're they're outside looking at Michigan. And basically, the debate that's been all week and what everybody's talked about is at the end of the year, um, Georgia will. You know, this is. Barring that, both teams went out. Mm-hmm. So say Michigan wins out; they beat Ohio State, which I'm never confident in anyway yeah. because they have to go to Columbus. That'll be an interesting game. They've done; they haven't done that since 2000. So I yeah. don't, I don't just chalk that up as a win. But if they did, and they went to the Big Ten championship, I don't care who Michigan plays in the Big Ten championship. That side of the division is so garbage this year; they'll mm-hmm. probably beat them. So they have, if they give past Ohio State, they're going to be, you know, undefeated since the yeah, first game if of the they, year. if I mean, they win Ohio, if they win at Ohio State. Like, they're in. I think There's it no says question. enough with playing the number 10 team, but then Georgia's argument is going to end up being that they play against Bama at the end of the year. Now, if, Bama, if Georgia were to beat Bama, okay, and Bama's still number 1, you got— If Georgia was to beat Bama, then some— like Georgia's going to hop in, right? But then what happens to Alabama?
1: I mean, do they— So Bama stays in, yeah. Do they stay in, or it do It would they, be just Georgia just takes— Oh, Do they take Michigan's spot, or does yeah, or does Bama yeah, Michigan, fall out? Michigan would not. No, Bama would not fall out. That's
0: the that's the question here.
1: Well, they'd be not. What they would be? That would be their only loss of the year.
0: It would be their only loss of the year. So yeah, so, no, they, Bama would be fine. We've seen we've seen time and time again in this playoff where literally like a a late season loss screws you. Like you almost don't like the team that doesn't play in the in the conference championship game, aka Ohio yeah. State a couple of years ago. That is, like, the team that benefits because they literally just sat there, waited for another team to lose, and then they get put in because they didn't lose.
1: Yeah. So it's, like, like it it could help you, honestly, if you don't play. It'll be
0: interesting to see what the committee decides at that point. Now, of course, scores matter as well. Like, if, you know, if you're talking about, if Alabama, you know, I'm not saying this is going to happen because it's not going to happen. mm -hmm. But if Georgia were to come in and blow out Bama, then that's a completely different story, too. Like, you know, if if they get blown out.
1: But here's the thing. So what if Georgia hangs around with Bama? Bama wins on, like, the last Play play of the the game. Do they—I mean, Michigan would still be Georgia
0: wouldn't, wouldn't drop, though, right? Michigan, if, Michigan would stay in because—if Michigan were to win out. Because the fact of the matter yeah. is they have one loss, Georgia has two. So what if
1: Ohio State beats Michigan and Georgia loses to Alabama like everybody thinks? You think
0: it'd still be Michigan first and then Georgia? Well, no, I think that in that then case— Because then you got to look at o- Oklahoma, Oklahoma, too. Oklahoma and LSU, I think one of those teams would jump up and take that last spot. Now, I mean, this is just— the one take that's getting really, really tired to me, like <laughs> I, I seriously can't like take it anymore, is the SEC just leaning on literally one team, man. Because yeah. it's Alabama, and then the rest of them. I mean, that's just the way it is. Now, don't get me wrong, Georgia's a good team. They competed with Alabama last year. They're a team that should be there, but LSU hasn't really proven anything. They haven't shown they can beat They've anybody. They've
1: been good this year,
0: yeah. But like in years past, they really haven't been anything to in, shout in, about. In their test like, against the team that's going to be in the playoff, they got smoked. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's kind of like exactly you know but, what. It, what are they showing you? It's going to get you there.
1: So the Alabama game is the only game in college football that you can write off. I don't mm-hmm. think you can write off that Notre Dame week one loss, though. It's it's, it's not. Okay, it, it is
0: week one. But, like, I don't know it's if we should one, be so quick to that, just say, hey, you know, like. I think the committee takes it into account that Michigan lost to the number three team in the country. I think that's how it's looked at because mm-hmm. if you're going to believe that you know Notre Dame is actually that good and they can play in the playoff, you have to believe that they are the number three team in the what country. Was,
1: what was Notre Dame coming in like? Do you remember? They were
0: uh, they were ranked ahead of Michigan. They were I think like. <laughs> Fourteenth or thirteenth? Oh, okay. It's just they haven't lost, and then yeah. when they did play, you know, okay, they played against a Virginia Tech team who was twenty fourth. Virginia Tech should never be ranked because anytime they get ranked, they just lose. <laughs> yeah, they lose. So it's like, what's the what's the point? But then Stanford <laughs> was number seven in the country, and Notre Dame beat them. So yeah, they beat these teams and they beat them handily. Like the games weren't close. So like they haven't. Yeah. Besides the one Pittsburgh scare, because Pittsburgh's not good this year. They're like, I they have a losing record. Mm-hmm. So the fact that that game was close is what people were kind of like, okay, is Notre Dame really for real? You know, to be honest, I couldn't tell you yet. I really don't know because they don't play a they good don't team have a until the end of the year. It sucks because yeah. yeah, they don't have a conference. They don't have a conference <laughs> championship game. Yeah. And they don't play anybody on, on the way out. Like nobody. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Like the, their best game. Is, they're
1: they're interesting.
0: Exactly. You, you don't what know they, what you're gonna get because here's what we look at. You know, back in two thousand twelve when, you know, Manti Teo was there and stuff, yeah. they went to the championship game against Bama and they got thumped. They got beat yeah. forty nine to zero. Oh, like bad. <laughs> that's so that's where you look at it and you're kinda like you know, is this the same kind That's of year they they're not playing in, anybody? They need to get Notre Dame a conference. Exactly. That's what they
1: need to do because know, then they would I,
0: actually play, like,
1: teams, you know? No, like, Notre
0: Dame in general just bugs me as a university because <laughs> they, they've gotten offers to play in conferences like the Big Ten and stuff like that, and they've yeah. turned it down literally because of TV rights to NBC yeah. and stuff like that. Like, it's, it's like the smallest stuff that they make an excuse of why they don't want to join a conference. Like— why don't you want to do that? Like, for one I mean, it It's not you.
1: even like they're far away either. Like they could probably join like three different conferences. Oh, so like yeah. Big
0: Ten, they're like right in right next to They'd be know, right down the fit road. In the Big Ten. they yeah. play they play three Big Ten teams a year almost every year. Like it's <laughs> not like it's nothing they're not used to. Yeah, yeah, honestly. And the like, teams they play are usually Michigan State, Michigan. They usually yeah. play against Purdue, which is okay, Purdue. But it's still they play against three Big Ten teams. It's kind of questionable why they're not in there. But mm-hmm. if you want my honest answer to what I think would happen at the end of the year, if the if the The scenario that is the worst case scenario for Michigan turns out if Georgia were to beat Alabama at the end of the year, I think that Alabama, if it's a close game, is going to stay in the playoff and Michigan will be kicked out. If Georgia barely beats Alabama, yeah, Michigan won't make it. It sucks, (laughs) and that's probably what will happen, but I do think that that's what the scenario would be. Now... This is all riding on that Georgia actually beats Alabama. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't think that'll
1: happen either. It's not like
0: Alabama's trying to like, you know, make their conference better and lose a game on purpose. They're trying to ensure that they make the playoff too, so they're going to they're going to try to beat Georgia. I think the way it happens, if Michigan's going to drop out of the top 4 is when they lose to Ohio
1: State. Georgia Georgia at least like, you know, stays in that Alabama game, yeah. but if, you know, if it starts getting bad against Ohio State, uh for Michigan then
0: then they're out. out if Michigan out, if so Michigan Michigan that. has to win out, it's plain and simple. Yeah. I mean, they they they've passed their tests. They've beat the three three teams and two of them they weren't supposed to beat coming in the year. They beat them. You still got to beat Ohio State at the end of the year, but if if they can manage to do that, I truly think that Michigan has every right to be in that conversation. I right. mean, they the thing is to me, Dylan, you know, in past years, you know, you look at it like in 2016, Michigan had a team that a lot of people thought could have been in the playoff. And they just flopped at the end of the year. They lost three of their four games. Yeah, it was only by a combined five points and three losses. But nevertheless, they couldn't finish a game. This year, man, they're playing against. I mean, okay, Michigan State maybe not as good as they've been in the past, but that year they were three and nine when Michigan beat them. Yeah. This year, they're that still a three and nine year. This year, they're still <laughs> a team with a winning record, and they didn't just beat Michigan State. The score might have said twenty one to seven to seven. Yeah. But they dominated, them, dude. Was, they had they had more penalty yeah. yards than they had offensive yards. Well, like, the thing is, like, it came out
1: after the game that Lewerke was
0: just yeah like, yeah his shoulder happened? injury. He was like
1: he was he, busted Antonio, shoulder.
0: Antonio talked to his family. They made the decision to let him play. That's it. that's their fault. I don't yeah, know why they honestly, did that, like but that.
1: That might have been the dumbest thing he's done but then all year against Wisconsin. Like
0: <laughs> that's a game that Wisconsin hasn't gotten beat by a team by more than a touchdown mm. since 2010. My man, Michigan Jesus. beat them 42 to seven or whatever it was <laughs> last week against Penn State. That's a. I mean, it was almost hilarious the, just watching. Yeah, the,
1: the only thing that makes me laugh more than that is when I read an Evan story about the. About Bowling Green's points against...
0: Yeah, yeah, that whole <laughs> thing. 46.3 <laughs> or Oh my gosh, dude, unreal. Yeah, but... But yeah, nevertheless, anyway. they beat a team like Wisconsin like that, and then Penn State, like... That's a team that has been competing with everybody else in the conference. They almost beat Ohio State, and Michigan just flattened them, dude. I mean, 42-7, to 7, it wasn't even so close. Bad, yeah. I mean, it was a mockery. I mean, Donovan Peoples-Jones was doing the Saquon Barkley dance <laughs> in the end zone, and they're doing the home run swing yeah. when they score. Like, It was just— Having a good time. They're out there, for blood, yeah. and they're playing like it, and it's just— The revenge tour. Exactly. It's a different attitude. I will give it to Michigan. As long as they can keep backing it up, I mean, go for it. Because if that's what's going to make you win— you know everybody hates Michigan for one reason, right? They're cocky and arrogant. Well, they're being that way right now, and it's they're turning. Yeah, but
1: you gotta love
0: that. Exactly, you know, if they're you're, turning in the results. Right. That's the difference. That's this Jim Harbaugh, the one that you know d- makes the 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 crappy comments about Antonio <laughs> after whether they were true or not. Yeah, that's the guy that didn't shake Jim Schwartz's hand. that's yeah. the guy that when they were playing against Pete Carroll, ramped the score and then said sorry after the game. The most sarcastic. <laughs> That's the guy that Michigan hired four years ago that everybody wanted to see. Whether everybody else in the country likes it or not, that's what Michigan fans wanted to see. Mm -hmm. That's where it is. And And they're finally getting it, yeah. Exactly. So if they can win out, I think their chances are pretty good. I would put it at 90% or over because I don't think Georgia— if they
1: beat Ohio State, I bet they're in. I I bet they will get in the playoffs. Pretty much, that's that's their—they're
0: in control. Nevertheless, the committee likes them right now. They put them at four ahead of Georgia, even with Georgia's win over Kentucky. So if you can win out, you got yourself in a good position, Michigan. I I Mm -hmm. think they're— in a good position. One team that isn't in a good position, also in the state though, right now. As we all, if, if any guys didn't know, yeah, uh, Dylan made a bet earlier this year that if the Lions were to make the playoffs, he would, uh, he would shave his head. Yeah, I think your hair's. I think your is gonna stay in your head, I'm man. I'm safe. I've been <laughs> safe since like
1: <laughs> since <laughs> after I after I saw that Matt Patricia. So this is when I lost everything for Matt Patricia. All respect. After after the fact that they they hired him with like when with the thing when he was like eighteen you know with the girl yeah. the sexual assault thing yep. so that kind of put me off right and then he took this sixty five yard field goal on the fourth game of the preseason. I was done I was done with Matt <laughs> Patricia right there it was like the third game or the fourth game of the preseason, I don't remember it it was the one against the Vikings I think and and the. Somebody returned it for a touchdown. You remember that?
0: It was yeah, just so it's, bad. It's, like, it's, there's been a lot of questionable decisions. And grant the guys in his first year as a head coach, I mean, Like, maybe. what's the excuse for that, though? Like, you can't even use, like, an excuse, like, for it being preseason. Like, that's just stupid all yeah, around. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're mistakes that, like, you don't <laughs> expect to make at this level, whether you've coached offense at all or not. Yeah. I mean, he's been getting out-coached every single week, though. The, the, the most questionable thing to me is last week they get rid of their special teams coordinator. Now, I I, I haven't really noticed anything terrible about their special teams, but Jim Bob Scooter's offense isn't working good from you everything know, that I've seen. You know
1: where a special teams coordinator is in the
0: state of Michigan who might be looking for a job here pretty soon? Oh, man, don't say it. Do don't you know, though? Oh, I know exactly what Do you're you talking know? about. The man right here in Mount Pleasant. He's hey, been Coach there before. He John might as well go Bonamigo. back, right? Yeah, hey. <laughs> It could happen. You never know. But, We're well, not writing wouldn't it that, off. Wouldn't that be something if we just talked about that right now? That yeah, no, happen. I saw that, and that was the first thing I thought of. I was like, hmm, hmm. Could get uh, his job back. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. But nevertheless, I, I don't understand. Like, Okay, fine, maybe the special teams hasn't been that good this year. Get rid of them. But why Why is Jim Bob Cooter still there I don't. I don't care if there's Matt Stafford no ex- said that he liked his coaching book two years ago. Yeah, no, like, this is different. The only now, reason man.
1: I'm pretty sure the only reason Jim Bob Cooter's still there, he, like he would have got fired last year, but Stafford stood up for him, right? Yeah, exactly. Like he said, but he liked. But now there's his, no like there's n- the plays he, are awful. He sold man. it
0: again. They gave him his last chance, and he still screwed it up. Yeah. so you got to get rid of him. Play- I mean, they get ugh. the playbook's bad. They're not competing with teams they're supposed to compete with. You know, they can say whatever they want about you know. Okay, we sold. Technically, we got rid of Golden Tate. What does Golden Tate have to do with that them not, being able to not score a touchdown against the Vikings, man? Like it's not that much of a difference. Like exactly. he's a like, good player. Don't get me wrong. And Theo Riddick isn't as good as him, but he stepped in and took the position, and he he got eight targets last week, and he caught six of them. Like and people people that would say that's a bad trade, like they just they don't I, understand. I, I can't
1: understand that anyway because like it's not like they're gonna win a Super Bowl this year anyway. Absolutely Guys not. on an expiring contract, you might as well. Cash them in for yeah, a third round. Hope you
0: can get something else better out of the draft next year. Literally, like uh, unless you're like a contender, that's the right move to make every single time. Exactly, and you, I mean you're looking at it now, and they're a three and five team, and bottom of the NFC North. Yeah, yeah, here's your next four opponents against the out of nowhere Chicago division leading Bears. They play them twice. They start out on the road against them. They have the Panthers in between there, who are playing some of their best yeah, football right they're now. They're going to lose the next two, and games, they play the Rams, and that, that, yeah. that fourth game after that.
1: Yeah, so Bears, Panthers, Bears at home, and then Rams at home. So common sense tells me that this team is
0: going to tank. So three and what, nine? Yeah. Yeah. So what's going to happen at the end of this season? I mean, what? Okay. what's the takeaway? So I guess
1: <laughs> nothing's going to happen with the head coach. I hope something happens with Jim Bob, yeah. but like, here's the thing. It's like. Okay, it's his first year. Matt Butcher is supposed to be some football genius, right? That's what you heard when he was you know, when he was getting yep. higher and everything. This guy knows what he's talking about. Uh, you know, we've seen it this year, you know, he at some points he knows what he's talking about. Maybe when he's playing well, his, it's just, it's when so he's old. playing his old team, uh, that's when he knows what he's talking about. But like
0: He's that's, been that's when it's so unpredictable, man. They beat the Packers, and they beat—I mean, the Packers are not that good this year—but yeah. they beat the Packers and the Patriots. Like what? And then well, you got blown up by the Jets to open the season. The Patriots thing—I just think that's because Patricia was so familiar with that system and everything. Like it's—it's it's so impressive because Bill Belichick has a really good record against his ex-coaches.
1: Exactly. Well, yeah, that too. But anyway, I—I I just don't. He—he's been being out, especially against the Saints. That was the worst like out coaching I've ever seen in my life. That the punter. Got like a first. do you remember? It was this? just the worst he game, like
0: <laughs> seriously to watch. <laughs> the
1: punter like took the snap out of like the end zone. He was like two feet away from you know the back of the end zone and ran for a first down. I mean, I've never seen like a game where you could just see how how bad the the coaching went out, what coaching was on one side mm-hmm. and how good the coaching was on the other side. Like Sean Payne, he definitely knows what he's doing, but so here here's the argument for Patricia, right? If he's such a genius, he takes this offseason. <laughs> He learns what what all went wrong, right? He he kind of takes yeah. stock and and the I guess the decider if he's going to be a good NFL coach or not will be if they improve at all from this year to next year, absolutely. Because that like that'll tell you. I mean, either he's a bust or he might be onto something here. Yeah, that's that's kind of that's what I've been telling everybody. It's just like if they improve from this year to last year, they might have someone with Matt Patricia. But if not, like.
0: Yeah, they're, they're not going to. It might give, not be very good. They're not going to give up on a guy after one year. I mean, it's yeah, just no. It's not the lion way, that's for sure, because they're not like that. Like yeah. they, they've had some people here way too long, obviously. So plus, not,
1: I, yeah, I doubt that would happen anyway, even no, if it yeah. wasn't like
0: they. But, they believe in this guy, and a lot of people do. Like whether you know we we think that or not, a lot of people think that he still has a good defensive mind and that that'll eventually be good for them. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if it will. I'm not telling you. I'm not – I never will predict a damn thing with this team and say that it's actually <laughs> going to turn out because it, it I never know. does. I, yeah,
1: I've really lost favor with Patricia, especially – I mean, just I – I was okay with the idea at first when it first popped up, like, over the summer and everything. You know, you mm-hmm. heard
0: Patricia rumors, and,
1: and he got hired, and, and I was like, okay, you know, they're, they might be able to do something.
0: Um, I mean – I will say, like their season, like sucks right now, right? Yeah. It's as bad as it could be. But if they were to somehow, I mean, I'm not. They won't win these games. I think they might win one if they're lucky. Yeah, but they if might They, they w-
1: might win one of the if Bears they do, games if they did somehow something.
0: win. I'm just saying that, like, don't don't think I think this. If they won three out of these four games, their schedule does like ease up to end of the year. So yeah. if you're if you're still a Lions fan, you're looking for hope. I guess think of that as that you have a pretty easy schedule end of the year with the Cardinals. The you know Cardinals, Buffalo Bills, Minnesota and Green Bay like, I know those yeah. games seem hard but record wise they're really not that good a team so it's yeah. it's very winnable games end of the year for them so they can pull off some magic I just don't see it happening I mean just the way their offense is so incompetent it can not <laughs> it, it amazes me because I can look at these stats right now and I look at you know Kyrion Johnson he's got 200 yard games this year he's got a seven I mean he's been right. great for them he's what you've wanted to see at at, for the Lions, like mm-hmm. literally, he's since, been great. Yeah, he's since been, they've had Stafford, they have not had a running back the man. Guy, he's
1: been the guy, and he's he should be the great guy. Great draft pick. They I should mean, run the whole offense through Carry On Johnson and Kenny Galladay. Yeah, seriously. I'm <laughs> I, like, I'm so dead well, serious. That's why Those they, guys I,
0: got talent. That's the other reason why I think they gave up on Golden Tate so easy is because they really believe in Kenny Galladay. Yeah. Like they think that this guy is like the future. He's he's a big target. Gall- yeah, he's Galladay's fast.
1: not your guy. Not your Golden Tate guy. That'll have a catch every four plays, but I mean this guy's got a lot of potential and he's he he's already good for sure like you can just tell you know th- they'll get more slot slot guys are easy to find nowadays like especially in college everybody's running like spreads and stuff. Oh yeah for sure you know, plenty like, of
0: receivers out there that can be you know yeah small slot and fast guys and quick. you can
1: find slot guys i mean that's not that's not the biggest problem but you can't always find a six five guy who will go up against anybody and just bring something down you know like, action, like baby. Yeah, all the way. <laughs> yeah yeah but like you know that's why like that's why, like, Des Bryant going to the Saints, you know, like, you can't find those kind of guys who will just, like, make a 30-yard catch in late in the fourth quarter like that, Yeah, you know? Like, there's just, there's just some kind of receiver, and he's, like, he's got it for it'll, sure. Can it'll be on, interesting to
0: see it. what they actually end up turning it into, and I, you know, I, I want to have this conversation a couple of weeks later to see what they, mm-hmm. what comes out of these games and, like... You know, I'm interested to see what Kyrian Johnson can actually do against good defenses. I'm interested to see if Stafford can turn his game around because he's supposed to be the leader. He's supposed to be the guy that's getting paid all this money, and he's just not he's not doing it this 53. year. 53.1 QBR. Yeah, it's not. It has not been a good year for that Stafford. So we'll we'll see what happens. We'll move on the other team though that's just starting so maybe there's still some kind of hope but Oh there's hope. There's playoff hope. <laughs> this guy is going to tell you they got a lot of hope. I will tell you that cuz it's Let me adjust my Pistons hat. Yeah, exactly. But we'll we'll talk because me and Evan, okay, we we talked about this the first the first week it was it was impossible to not talk about. They were 4-0 um had a great win streak to start yeah. the year. Blake Griffin it was, was balling. It was just like, okay, they're a superstar that they brought in is like the guy and then they Play some teams that are better, and they play against Boston. They lose two games, mm. and then they, the Sixers. You know who they, you know they that beat the six, first time, impressive, yeah. and they lost the Sixers. My Brooklyn is just an embarrassment, especially with Dinwiddie and everything else that occurred in that game. Oh. So it's like, but okay, so and then they beat the Magic the other night, so they're, they're trying to give you some hope back up. Yeah, but nevertheless, so like, what happened? Okay, the the five game losing streak, two of them are flukes, right? Yeah, I mean I'd hope
1: to God. So Brooklyn. <laughs> Dinwiddie, no other, no other game ever. Dinwiddie hits two game-winning or tying yeah, shots. Uh, yeah, exactly. That, that doesn't happen. I mean, MJ doesn't even do that. You know, like Spencer Dinwiddie. You know, yeah. he's he's good now. He used to be a piston back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he, I mean, he was the good, fire a little bit. You know, yeah. Can, he's he's good now, but he's not too like, he's not stay in the game with a last second shot and then win the game with the last second second shot. Good. Yeah. So I'm kind of writing that one off. You know. I'm a, and I'll be the first person to say like if you can't beat the bad teams in the NBA you're never going anywhere. But like, I I find myself making excuses. The Boston yeah, thing, right? the Boston thing. They play them at home first. Three days later they play them away. What what's up with that? Why why are they gonna play Boston back to back games? First of all, I don't know. It's tough. I mean, it's- the second game they actually stayed in it, but like. Usually, Andre Drummond always goes off against Boston. Mm -hmm. He went off the first game. Second game, he was just okay. Griffin had more points, rebounds, probably assists. But, like, last year, you remember all those games. Like, Andre Drummond would just have unbelievable games against the Celtics. Like, 30-plus points because nobody can guard him. It was, like, the same situation with... uh, Blake Griffin when he was playing against Philadelphia, mm-hmm. both time okay the first game he was playing against Philadelphia that was his fifty game that was a game where like I I literally took the time <laughs> to put my jersey on like and I was all by myself in my in my apartment you know and, like nobody's around me but I was putting it on yeah because <laughs> you like, had to I just had you to felt I mean, that way the guy had fifty <laughs> yeah you know? right and then against Philadelphia like there's nobody on that team can guard him they they would put like Embiid on him too and he would just get like exposed and Sarge couldn't do anything against Philadelphia he had 38. so like the second game the the lost game where they lost uh what is that like 109 to 99 but anyway like a couple of these losses they should have won yeah I feel like they should have won at least one of the two Boston games it's just weird that they played them back to back like I don't I don't really know why that well, again, was, later
0: in the year, you're going to see. I mean, they, they they don't get away from the challenges completely. They play Houston back to back on a Wednesday and a yeah, Friday. What's up with that? That, man? Is, that is harsh. I mean, that's not going to be easy competition. Yeah, because I, mean, I,
1: I mean, the guard play we'll get we'll get outplayed by the guards for sure. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it'll it's, be it's, it'll be Blake Griffin versus you, everybody you know everybody else, everybody right? else. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean, then, then, and later in the year, I mean, they got Golden State, they got Milwaukee. They're, they're still going to play teams that you know are competitive and good yeah. and like up there. And, and you're and It's gonna have a to long season it. too, you know, like.
1: We're what 10 games? We're like a tenth of the way through the year. You know, if this
0: wasn't the way that it was, like if they didn't win four games, lose five, win one. Five and five, I wouldn't have even told you was the worst record they could have had. Well, at no. This marks just barring you, where they were you at last year. You make the playoffs
1: in the East when you're not even you don't even have record, a winning. Yeah. yeah, you can have a losing record. Basketball, and make the Basketball, to be completely honest, East. is probably
0: the easiest sport to make the playoffs in. I mean, you yeah, can you can it's have two just, teams it's at the bottom. It's because there's sixteen and there's exactly yeah, and yeah. eight seeds. So yeah. I mean, you can make it. Which there's is,
1: more playoff teams than there's not. Exactly. So mm-hmm. like you can
0: still make the playoffs, and that would be definitely a success. You know, yeah, I think this year for you know having a new coach and everything else. If they were, mean,
1: if they, yeah, if they make the playoffs, they play, I don't know, whoever would be like the one or two or three seed. I doubt they'd get anybody higher than that.
0: it's And it's a little bit different this year. You know, you don't got LeBron looking at you at the other end of the conference. Exactly. so You can
1: just write Cleveland off as they're not going to be on the playoffs. So right. They're like 1-10, in 10, just fire their coach. They've just been abysmal. Like, come on. You that
0: was coming, though. Like, what are they supposed to do? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. You,
1: you could see it in Ty Lue's eyes.
0: Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, just, oh, God. Like, we yeah. don't have LeBron anymore. This sucks. So, it's just, I don't know. It's 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 hard to picture how they're going to be. And this is, these are mistakes I think you can accept right now, like, yeah. losing these kind of teams. But down the road, like, you know, you're going to have those opponents like Houston and Teams that are good, you got to win the games you're supposed to win. Yeah, a like in months like February,
1: Jan- like January, February, March. Those are really those crucial times where you can't lose against Dallas. Yeah, you can't lose against like you can't lose you like two back to back games. You can't lose against like the Knicks. You know, all these teams that are just like you know crap, and you know they they're just kind of trying to get a better pick in the next draft to try to get either RJ or Zion. Yeah. Like. The yeah, they conference can't too. lose I mean, those games if they want to make playoffs, and I, like they just missed playoffs last year. But
0: they have a team that I think, and I thought it last year too. Like I mean, and this year's even weaker. I think m- almost in that conference. Like yeah. they should be in the playoffs. They I mean, should there be really in the playoffs. No problem. Yeah.
1: Like Blake Griffin, if Blake Griffin plays. 70 plus games yeah they like literally yeah, they're right into the playoffs. with
0: any team that he plays on yeah. his health is always key
1: <laughs> if he if he if they even get 65 games out of him i'm sure like i'm sure they make the playoffs but look he's been playing great so far what he, he's had one two three yeah six games where he's led them in scoring i mean he, i think he's averaging at least 30 points um mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Something I read. Mark Stein did a. He's one of my favorite sports writers. Yeah, he, he's with the New York Times so He used mm-hmm. to be ESPN. Uh, he did a. He did a piece on Blake Griffin the other day, and interesting set in there was Blake Griffin is the only player in the NBA who has anything close to LeBron's usage usage numbers. So like he gets the ball like five times per possession when he's out there. That like it's it's him, LeBron. And then it drops off to like
0: three and a half per possession. Isn't that incredible? That's crazy. I never even wanted to know that about him. Yeah. Yet. So that's I mean,
1: they they they're using him as 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 they should. I mean, he's just he's their star. Uh, Andre Drummond, you know, he's just kind of.
0: Well, yeah. When you make a move like that, you got to commit to the guy. Yeah. I mean, that's like he's year.
1: using them how they sh- probably should have used him last year. But he was I mean, they're kind of giving up on that season. Yeah, you know, it, was, it was just it like mid year. But like they're using them how they need to use them now, and like that works now. Like I don't think it. I don't think anybody's like, oh, they should have never made that trade, uh, simply because like Blake Griffin. You know, if he's gonna get injured again, then you might be able to say that. But like right. Blake's still a good basketball player. So you we know? can, and you can tell. <laughs> so
0: we safely both feel that this team should be able to make the playoffs. This correct? team
1: should be able to get at least like a six seed, if you're asking me. Like. I, they've got the talent. Like okay, if we're paper, sim- should be a six seed. If we're simming in two K, six seed. But if we're playing <laughs> real games with Andre Drummond on the court getting the most average, the worst twenty twenty games I've yeah, ever seen right. in my life, you know, the most like unimpactful twenty twenty yeah. ever.
0: Uh, who knows? Yeah, Anything exactly. can happen. Gotta see what happens. I mean, they start out the season great. Hopefully this win against Orlando get some them- spurred to do something else but yeah yeah nevertheless we'll end with our uh, our stud and duds now so you want Oh exciting. You want to start me off with your uh oh stud of the week. Oh my Okay, so I
1: got I got a couple good studs and duds I had to think about these ones cuz I'm not always on on Sports like anymore. <laughs> uh my stud of the, of the week, LaMelo Ball. He's going back to high school. He had to bring school. It back up, folks. He's going
0: back to school, baby. <laughs> the best ball brother. What was the main reason behind that? Like, what did he? Was, did they well, come and out and so say he played anything?
1: in Lithu- Lithuania against all these thirty-year-old guys, right? He he averaged like six points and like eight assists or something for like, <laughs> yeah. you know, he played like
0: twelve games or something. And then, God, so young, And then he played
1: in like, <laughs>
0: yeah, he was like sixteen years that's old. That's I mean, nuts how to me, dude. You're already going doing stuff like that. Guys like,
1: are like two hundred. 230 pounds just like backing you down in the Lithuanian league like that would be such a bad experience I kind of felt bad for him honestly Uh, And then he played in this JBA league, which is like Levar's like basketball league with a bunch of just schmucks. It's like the G League pretty much Okay, uh, and he averaged like 40 points, of course uh so is I mean it was probably like just a step above high school level. I mean, it, you know, it was like
0: good high school level. So now the plan is go back to high school and hopefully make it now to play he's college. he's so I mean,
1: let me tell you about this. No, he's not going to college cuz he already played for pro- professionally. professionally. Okay. So he the, the thing is since he played professionally in Lithuania, he you can't be a college player anymore if you get paid for playing basketball. Yeah. You know? So he's going to go like The way, if he's gonna make the NBA, he has to do it through the G League. Like, he already called the G League and was like, hey, like, you know, your next G League draft that I'm eligible for, like, I'm in, you know, because that's what he has to do since he already played. Like, he lost all, you know, he can't play for college anymore according to the rules. Yep. So he's going to this school, right? Spire Institute. This is where, I don't know if you've ever seen that video on Twitter, but that spider looking dude who's seven foot seven. Big old tall skinny white guy. 7 foot 7. That's ridiculous. He's going to be playing with a 7 foot 7 center. <laughs> oh my god. This school in Ohio, Spire Institute, has like 65 people in total. What? It's literally just like, it's like uh, IMG Academy. like, But it's like super, it's even more tightened. There's 65 people in the whole school and all they do is just train and learn all day. <laughs> It's just, like, it's the craziest thing. I was reading about it, like, all night last night. Because, like, I, I saw the story, and I was like, okay, Spire Institute, that's a guy where the seven, foot seven you sure. know, kid goes. I, I feel bad for that guy. He's, he's a lengthy dude. He's You should look him up one time. It's it's that's fun rough, to watch. That's rough, man. That's a rough life. Yeah, a I would rough never life. want to like never knees, be that all. His knees, dude, they're going to give out in, like, two years. That sucks so and much. And he's only, like, 16. Anyway... This school, they're just like streamlining athletes. Like if you go to this school, you're gonna you're gonna go pro somewhere. Yeah. You're guaranteed. But anyway, that's my
0: stud. What a guy. What's your stud, Andy? My oh, my stud of the week? It's Clemson for dropping 77 points on Louisville. I don't I don't care you know what team you are. Louisville has <laughs> been a respectable opponent in the past, and they've never been known for defense. But the fact that they allowed 77 points, I don't care if it's the number two team that's in the country rough. or not, man. Like, have some pride. Like make a stop, make a defensive stop. Like on the I mean, like it's well, not at like least one. Yeah, right? it's not like it's been unheard of. But gee, I mean, like Clemson, they were a team that I was kind of like you know questioning going back to the college football playoff contention because they haven't really played anybody that good. But when you can only do you know what your schedule has in front of you, I think putting up seventy seven, putting up seventy
1: seven. I mean, you got to do it right. That's
0: the best you could have possibly done, <laughs> yeah. and then and, and allowing zero on the other end. I mean, that's just that's dominance, yeah, man. But that's, yeah, that's so crazy. That's my stud. Um, and then my dud for the week, you know, just to flip it the other way, is uh, Matt Matt Stafford. If you guys watched the Lions game the other day, I mean, their offense in general was a dud, but he rolled out to his right, and and they're, they're trying to come back, in then you know, in the fourth quarter here and make a play, and I I don't think Kirion Johnson was even expecting it. I really think he was no, honestly running was out for a block and. He probably like said like Kurion or something, and he mm-hmm. tried to pitch it to him, and he fumbled it, and the Vikings ran in for a touchdown and essentially Jesus. ended the game.
1: That was so bad. That was I, the
0: definition of how the Lions' season has been so far.
1: If you still had the TV on at that point, you turn it off.
0: <laughs> exactly. You're just like, all right, man. I'm, I'm, I'm like, if yeah, you're a big-time you're Lions fan. You're like, man, I need a beer or something, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I, I gotta get away from this for a little bit. I can't uh, watch it. I'm done it. with this.
1: Yeah. Exactly. No, no so, more of this.
0: Matt Stafford, my Dud for that play this week. Yeah.
1: My Dud for the week was John Calipari, <laughs> head coach of Kentucky basketball. Yep. Those Wildcats. Number two in the country, first game of the year they got beat by thirty four uh, from those Duke, Duke Blue
0: Devils. They're like the Warriors of, the, of college basketball it's, it's not even fair. Yeah, yeah. So they were what number four coming into the year. Yeah, they yeah, were four. Yeah, Kentucky they're, they're was number two. one in the country. Kansas might as well just say like, you guys can have the spot, so we don't honestly, have to like be embarrassed. Yeah, anymore. Yeah, that's something we should have talked about more. <laughs> like, honestly, like I don't see
1: any like, commentary around the country about why Duke is only number four to start the, like, basketball year. Yeah, exactly. Like, right. what? They have two of probably the best recruits we've ever seen out of high school. Like, R.J. Barrett's played on... on R.J. Like, Barrett is
0: phenomenal. Oh, he, my and God. And he, he was, on, like, you know, Zion and everything. He was kind of, like, underlooked almost a little bit. Like, he yeah, didn't, like, think about Z- him as much. Zion's, like, the star. He's, yeah. like, the LeBron group. But R.J. Barrett, I mean, the dude, dude played... Dude, he is a baller.
1: Dude played for Canada's, like, number one first team yeah, like dude, for, like, the last three I, years. Because
0: he was... Thinking about going to Michigan and doing Michigan recruiting stuff, I, yeah. I followed it for forever. And he was, he literally was like, just the guy. It's like, man, if you can actually get this guy to come to your he's school, like he's low key, but he is going to be like a star in college. And oh, yeah, he already showed up his and has been that good.
1: Like Cam Reddish, he's super good too, but nobody ever thinks about him. He had 22 points that game, like, dude's sick. They have at least three stars. Marquise Bolden, he was a five star recruit too. He's their center, but I mean, you know, he's not going to do anything when he's playing with Zion and RJ Barrett, like. Mm-hmm. They've got the title. Just give it to them. Like, <laughs> March Madness is not even going to be no fun this year. Zion Williamson literally has the build, like, 285 pounds and he's not fat. It's unreal, man. Full How do you muscle. even – you can't even picture somebody in your mind right now. No, other than I, him. I, I can't.
0: Like, not, 285
1: like, pounds and he's not fat and he's just big. The, the hype plus, is real. And he's they, a bully.
0: They followed it up. They followed oh, my up. God. They are fun to watch. For sure, and we'll definitely keep up with them throughout the season. So thank you guys for listening. I appreciate it. Make sure you guys check it out on SoundCloud and iTunes. You guys can download it there. We post it on the CM Life uh, page as well on Twitter. So make sure you guys give us a listen. Thank you for listening.
1: Focused on my own way With a never looking back To this